Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Journey to the Top podcast, the show where we follow people's journey to reaching their goals. My name is Juan Carlos. And I'm the other Juan. And today we have a very special episode for you guys. Um, We're going to be talking to a couple of individuals who are literally, literally preparing for a journey for themselves, right? They're going to be going to Panama in 2019 for World Youth Day. And uh, we're going to talk about what is World Youth Day? Um, We're going to introduce you to these individuals and what their backgrounds are, as well as uh, things they're doing to prepare uh, for their journey and also what they plan on getting out of it. What are they looking for by going on this trip? But before we do that, special reminder, we are on iTunes for you iPhone users. And for you Android people, we are also on Google Play. For We're also on SoundCloud, Anchor, Overcast, PocketCast, Anycast, and Radio Public. We're also on Instagram or IG for you millennials at Journey to the Top Podcast. We're also on Twitter, JTTT Podcast. And if you want to get to know us, you can find me on Instagram at jsancas95, Z-A-N-J-A-S. I'm also on Twitter, tweet, at Juan Sancas. If you want to follow my buddy JC on the Instagram, he's at jcmedina21. And he's also on Twitter, at 21jcmedina. Gotta keep the 21. Gotta keep there. the 21, bro. Like 25, though. <laughs> I know, I'm not even 20. That was just my favorite Dang. number. That's why I put 21 on everything. And I try to keep it kind of like, yeah. you know... So it's easy to remember. It's easy to remember. Just JC Medina, put a 21 somewhere it's in somewhere there. Somewhere in there, and bro. You'll, you'll find yes. me. You'll find me on there, right? So, uh, yeah, make sure to go follow us to see a lot of behind the scenes, what we're doing. But most importantly, follow the podcast wherever yes. you want to listen. If you want to listen on, on Google, you, we have a link. You want to listen on iPhone, we got a link um, wherever you are. So, yes. So there's no excuse for you not to hear about us. Exactly. So today, um, like we said in the intro, um, we have some amazing guests with us today. It's it's nice being around uh, individuals coming up and, and seeing them grow up in their teens and early 20s becoming young adults and because they're quite literally in the same positions that we were in when we were that yeah. age, you know, coming up through the youth groups, um, having um, leadership positions and now um, going on to not going on, but doing really great things within their community. So today we have for you guys, Mallory and Mary Ann say hi. Hi. <laughs> so, um, so what we're going to do, as we said in the beginning, um, there are actually two individuals here from the youth ministry that got chosen to go to world youth day in Panama. And for maybe some of you guys out there, uh, that don't know what world youth day is, or, uh, this is your first time, uh, hearing about it, um, World Youth Day uh, was actually it started back in 1984 uh, with uh, Saint now Saint John Paul II, and he basically had a gathering. It was um, on Palm Sunday in Saint Peter's Square. He asked for all the youth to come, mm-hmm. right, for Palm Sunday, and 300,000 youth ended up showing up, and uh, he was just really like amazed at you know what was happening, and and he said you know. What a fantastic spectacle is presented on this stage by your gathering here today who claim that today's youth have lost their sense of values. Is this really true that they cannot be counted on? And that kind of, I think that lit up a fire within him to say, okay, every every year, every so often, we're going to start getting together. And he called people from all around the world. You know, So the first official World Youth Day was held in 1986. Uh, 1986, and they were in Rome, Italy. Um, obviously where the Vatican is. And since then, they've been to Argentina, Spain, Poland, 
the Philippines. The one in the Philippines was actually the largest gathering of people um, in human history up to that point, right? And that was at the World Youth Day in the Philippines. So they don't want you to know, right? They don't want you to know. They people don't, want don't talk about that. Yeah. You know, literally, it and it wasn't even the largest gathering of religious people. Or anything. No, it was like the largest gathering of people all in one place in human history was in the Philippines, World Youth Day uh, in Manila. So that's really awesome. But yeah, so basically, it's a gathering of youth with the Pope, and there's always a message. There's always a there's always a theme, but yeah. So enough about us. So let's get into the into the details. Um, so like we said, we have Mallory and we have Marianne. Um, what are your guys's What are you guys's backgrounds? How did you um, get into youth ministry? You know, um, what groups you know are are you a part of? And but how did it start? Like, how were you guys introduced into youth ministry or into the youth groups that you're in now? Um. So, like, starting off. Um, I was invited to go to the Theology of the Body Youth Group um, back when I was just barely starting ninth grade. So I was still 13 at the time. I wasn't even 14 yet. Um, but I was invited by the leader of the youth group at the time to go and live the retreat and then go to the regular meetings. And so I did. And I was definitely the shy person in the corner. And but I kept going and eventually um, I was starting to open up out of my shell, becoming more comfortable, you know, speaking in front of people, working with the youth. Um, well, at the time I was a youth too, but it was just such a, a huge growth experience. And eventually I became the vice coordinator of the group for a year for Theology of the Body. And then took a year off where I was just attending the youth group. I wasn't part of the leadership. And now I'm co-coordinator um, again. So it's really like a, it's really been a journey of growing into a leadership position for me. And in the process, really learning more about my faith and like practical applications. Because um, for me, myself, I'm really into like theory, um, more of like the logical knowledge type things, but knowing the like the practical application and like living it, it was really, really good for me. For myself, um, my journey with youth ministry started in, I think the summer of 2013. Um, a friend had invited me to go to TOB and um, I went and I was just like, well, you know, I never saw the church like this. I thought like, dang, the church isn't for like old people. And so... I just wanted to do more and more and more, so I started going to NYC, and then eventually I was on staff for that one. Um, and then I, those were my two main groups. They were the only two groups I could go to. And then um, I think in the beginning of 2014, I was invited to go to Recollection. And after I lived that retreat, I made a lot of really good friends there. And I think just the community that I was surrounded with there is what made me stay at that specific group. Um, I became really devoted to that group. Uh, I went to all the other ones, but circumstances in life like hit really hard and I was only able to go to one. Um, and I really poured myself into that one group, into recollection. Um, and I just, I guess, built my way up the ladder. I started off as a co-captain, went to captain, and then um, eventually about two and a half years ago, I was uh, nominated to be um, assistant coordinator and uh, it's been a long journey, but this 
past week and I actually finished my rectorship. So, yeah. Well, not finished. I shouldn't say that. Um, we have the rest of the follow-ups to go. But the retreat itself, like that, is in, finished and it's completed. Like your so. big project, basically. Like yeah. you, you got to do it. That's awesome. That's crazy. I remember Mallory when she was going to NYC. Actually, I was in charge. I didn't and even I know got you her, went to NYC. Yeah, yeah. I, got her, I got her up with my team. I was starting to remember, like, oh, dang, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure she was in NYC. That's how I met her. That's yeah. crazy. I that think I was crazy. the, uh, um, the activities. activities yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I was, like, 14, I think. There you That's go. So You're welcome, bad. GSA. You're welcome. <laughs> 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 Juan built your rector up from Thank the you. very start. Hit me You're up. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But, um, That's awesome. So that's really cool. Um, so... You guys have, you know, put in your time and you guys have some some years in now. And um, what has it been like um, starting off to maybe, um, you know, being becoming part of a staff for the first time um, and seeing, you know, the older, more experienced people kind of go through with their leadership. And now realizing you guys are both at that leadership position, like when you when you think of, you know, how much you've grown and stuff like what is different um as far as what you thought they were doing or what you thought the top leadership had to do compared to what it really is or um, stuff like that now that you guys are there because you guys are both at the top of your groups right now. So when I was I was younger, I always viewed like all the, the people in leadership roles as like they were so they're so much older than me, so much cooler. And it's like that's who I wanted to be. I wanted to have like they're kind of cool, I guess, mm-hmm. um, even though I was the shy kid in the corner. Um, but now that I'm at this position, like, yeah, I'm a little bit older than everybody else because I'm in college. Most everybody else is in high school, but I mean, I'm not that much cooler than anybody. They're, they're all probably cooler than me. It's just the way things are. But, um, and like, I, I was never like aware of how much behind the scenes work there is for running a youth group. Yeah. Um, like, because when you go to the youth group, you just kind of see people you know, talking in front of the group, and you know, it just kind of looks like sometimes like it's on the fly, but in reality, there's a whole lot of background planning, especially right. for the retreats. Yeah, definitely. For myself, I'd say, like, I honestly thought, like, those in leadership, they really had it together. Um, and <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess learning, like, because with Recollection How It Works, you start off at the bottom, um, so I didn't really have that, um, you know, position where I had to be up there speaking in front of everyone right off the bat. And I got to witness those ahead of me, like, just trust in God. It was like, you know, I thought it was like everyone just knew what they were doing, but it's a lot of just really honestly working together. Um, like this past weekend has like kind of sh- like really humbled me because <laughs> um, I guess the uh, transition from being like a regular youth to being in the leadership leadership position, it it was really like like a sharp um, transition. It's just like like someone snapped their fingers and I realized where I was at. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like any slow easing into it or anything. It was just like the uh, the retreat was practically over and people were coming up to me and talking to me like in a way that you know I went up and talked to people that were in my position in the past and it was like. I'm no one for you to come up and talk to me, you know, and it, it like it it was super humbling, honestly. Yeah. And it's a lot of perspective, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. it's, it's definitely relate, bro. No. Yeah. We're only what I'm 23, you're 
doesn't matter. I'm 23, but we can definitely relate, you know? Um, how you went from just being nothing to then, I, a year ago, you and my buddies were like, hey, we're the guys now. Yeah, if yeah. that makes sense. Like at, at yeah. the youth groups, at TOB, you used to have the guys that, oh, these are the guys that are in charge. Oh, what do I need to do? Ask the guys. Ask the guys. Now yeah. we're like, hey, what do we do? Oh, snap. Yeah. Ask the guys. That's us. And they're just yeah. like, more, it's like more responsibility, but it's also more like, I made it. Because obviously through mm-hmm. the youth group, you see a bunch of people who come and go, mm-hmm. who come and go. And it's just like, not saddening, but it's just like, oh, why am I still here to everything, you know? Yeah. And I think once you get to a certain level of, of years into the youth, into ministry, you're like, you look back and heck yeah, this is, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's just, let's keep it going. Yeah. I'm like on the other, other side of that yeah, because you're, like. You're grown, bro. <laughs> I know, I know. And it, that transition was definitely weird because uh, I know what you're saying is like when, when you look up to the staff and you're like, oh, they they must have it all together or they are the cool ones or whatever. And I think once you get to a leadership, it, it's, it's the experience because what experience does, it kind of gives you the swagger, like, cause you know what you're walking into, you know, what's coming up, you know, like, so for the people that are brand new, I mean, they're like, Oh, how do they know? Or how do, how are they so confident? Cause you already know you've yeah. done it a couple of times, you know, at least for, for the couple of years. And I definitely had a lot of that, maybe too much. Like when I was in leadership where it's just like, you just kind of have this swagger. You walk a certain way, you talk a certain way. Like, um, Like you're still humble, but it's just like you, the way that I would always see it was like, I know I have a responsibility to kind of like perform, um, and not put on a show. What I mean is like show up, um, have things prepared, um, make sure everyone's on the same page. Um, so it's like, I know all the work that I had to do. So now it's like, everyone's counting on me to, to, to do it. Right. Um, so you kind of have to have that confidence in order for people to believe in you. Um, because no one wants to follow a leader that looks like they're freaked out or that looks like they're lost. It's like, well, I'm not going to follow you. Like, why am I going to, you know? So you kind of have to have that attitude and have to have that swagger, um, you know, so that you can be in in those positions and stuff like that. But that's so funny. Yeah. Cause I remember being one of the guys, but then I remember not being one of the guys and and like no one coming up to me for anything. I was like, wait, how come I was like, Oh, there's a new set of guys. Like, and for me, that was Juan's generation. So like when that's us, you guys, that's, that's Juan's generation this is like the Juan's, the Victor's, my brother, uh, Danny, like, like all those, those were the new guys. And I was like, man, I'm done. Like, you know, but then it, it became a new role because it's like, okay, people aren't looking at me to lead like every single week or anything. Now, now what they, what they look for is like either guidance or advice or experience because I've been through all that. So now it's more like, Hey, can you come speak? Or, Hey, can you come do a talk? Or, Hey, can you come? Um, like watch these kids for whatever. Hey, can you, you know, and it, it's a different role now. Yeah. Um, and I've kind of fallen into that, um, and, and gotten used to it now. And I really appreciate the fact that I still have relationships with people in, in all the youth groups, which is uh, great. Um, but yeah, you guys, you guys are in it right now. So like, enjoy it. It's the, it's the most fun time. Heck yeah. It's the most fun time being, I don't want to say being on top, but being on top, telling you know, people being, what to do, being in charge. Yeah. It's the most fun time after, after once you get it taken away, it's like, Oh, like, <laughs> you, you miss it. But, um, we actually know you guys actually are working on some, like aside from world these you guys actually have some projects on the side that you guys are working on, uh, together. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. It kind of started from world youth day. We were thinking of different ideas for a world youth day fundraiser. And one of the, uh, the other pilgrims, Michelle, he came up with an idea for a dinner theater and Mallory and I started talking and kind of took that idea and ran with it and we thought it would be like a really cool thing to be able to have a youth theater you know where we're able to maybe create scripts create a whole performance 
and you know, present it to the community to share you know, not only like our um, express our artistic talents but also just to share like the joy um, of Catholicism and different stories of saints and you know, all that sort of fun stuff. Yeah, I think what um, one of the things that kind of drove us to it was that we were looking at, you know, all the youth um, in our groups, um, Marianne with TOB and me with GSA and just seeing like the talents there. Like I just wanted to invest in these kids and I was just like, I wanted to lift them up. I didn't want them to leave. I know I was like, you guys have so much to offer, you know. And we thought about it, it was like, what would be a way for like us to involve all these, you know, these people, like people we considered friends, honestly. And it's just like the the idea of a theater, it encompasses way more than just acting, singing or, you know, music. Like there's the whole stage and like set design and like running, I guess, like an event, essentially, like budgeting, all that type of stuff. We have people who are all into math and all. Well, Michelle, she's or not Michelle. I'm sorry. Marianne, who's into accounting. Like um, It's just like we wanted to start something that, you know, where we could just like not that it would be necessarily our own but it was just that fire that we both felt just like we need to do something more like we just want to do something more yeah that's super cool man that's like a dope and just hearing how you guys talk about it's like man like why didn't we have anything like this when when i was coming up yeah you know so with my leaders nah (laughs) (laughs) sorry that's awesome yeah that's super inspiring hopefully that takes off and i know it's it's gonna you know touch a lot of people and yeah, especially when you're a youth. I know it's like there were so many things I wanted to start when I was in high school. And all I was thinking was like, I just got to graduate. I just got to graduate and then I can start. It wasn't so much like, um, like, I guess I wasn't thinking like that I was capable of starting, a, you know, a place for me to put those talents into, to put that work into. And like being fresh out of high school, Marianne and I like, it kind of occurred to us kind of like we can make that place for them to go you know make that outlet for them there's so many kids they have so much to offer and it's just like we gotta you know invest in them because i know a lot of people say yo the youth are the future of the church but it's not just that they are the future of the church they are the church already yeah. you know they're the now yeah yeah and i think like another thing to add on to that is a lot of the the people that we know are friends who are um, good at acting who are interested in that like they don't really have a good moral outlet like I know when I was in ninth grade I took a drama class and I did not like it even though I liked to act because my teacher didn't have my morals mm-hmm. and so he was encouraging things that you know I didn't want to do and the plays that the high school would put on were very immoral they would have like um, there was one where it had a like a homosexual relationship or one where they implied sex mm-hmm. and this whole the whole um i guess uh what's what i'm looking for the whole like kind of mindset of that theater group was not what i wanted and so to be able to have a healthy good place to be able to you know fuel our or uh, let our expressiveness out and share that with people is something that I think would definitely help a lot of people too. Yeah, yeah. 
That's I'm just hearing them talk about it. I'm already excited. I'm just thinking of all the like, skits that I was me, in. Uh, like, let into, me buy a like, ticket. Shoot. Heck yeah, that's... Yeah. That's I think that's, that's some straight up like entrepreneurial type stuff that you guys are talking about though. It's like you see a need, you see like a gap somewhere and you're like, well, no one else is going to do it. So I'm going to do it, you know? And I think that's awesome. And more people need to have that kind of a mindset and that kind of a, uh, a thinking, um, and, and not just thinking, but actually putting it to action. Definitely. Right? So you guys are on that track. That's awesome. I'm really Inspiring. happy for you guys. That you mindset that like you're talking about, like, you know, more people need to have that. I think it's something to do with our society, you know, like it kind of shoots that down. And, uh, cause like there's a whole separation and you're either going to follow your career, or you're going to follow your faith. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of just like, you know, why don't we build up that culture, you know, yeah. in our youth? Why don't we establish that so that the kids underneath us, this is already set up for them, mm-hmm. you know? They, they come into this and they'll be way better set off than we were. Yeah, know? for sure. Inspiring. Awesome. Dang. That's super inspiring. That's like a dope. What was I doing when I was 19? Dang. <laughs> not a... Not, not that. Not that. Definitely <laughs> not that. No, that's, that's awesome, you know? But going back to the whole World Youth Day journey, you know, you guys' pilgrimage, what preparations are you guys doing spiritually in general to get you guys to that? Because it obviously is in January. We're what in... Um, we're, we're in the May. First of, it's the first of the month. Like, yeah, cash that checks and get up. Wake up, wake up. It's both like. Anyways, but what are you guys doing to get there to prepare? Um, so there's like there's like the spiritual side, and then there's like the the fundraising practical side, I guess. Um, and so like spiritually, we have formation meetings um, where we meet with priests and kind of talk about different aspects of the faith. But then there's also like personal spiritual life. Like for me, um, definitely like really focusing on my prayer life because I know that's something that I've always struggled with is forming and keeping a good prayer life and so I think especially on the journey to Panama is like kind of it's made me kickstart my spiritual life really focus on you know I got to get my stuff together because what's the point of going to World Youth Day if I'm not you know really focusing on making my faith better so there's that, and then you know, fundraising and you know, getting to know our, the other pilgrims. So for myself, I've really been trying to build the habit of um, going to adoration daily um, and spending more time in there than than just like five or ten minutes. Trying to spend at least thirty minutes to an hour. Um, I, I guess uh, just in general, trying to feed and fuel my spiritual life. Trying to go the extra mile. Trying to like push myself to grow even more. Um, practically, I think I've just been like trying to find every way I can to be very minimal because I know over there it's going to be difficult if you like try to you know account for every tiny little thing and make sure your backpack is completely full stuff like that um but just like more than anything I'm really focusing on the spiritual aspect because I want to be as spiritually prepared for it as possible so that um I can really be ready for the experience you know yeah definitely I think that's super important because going um uh, Kari and I went to World Youth Day in Madrid in 2011, and our main focus was really getting like spiritually prepared. Like, yeah, we needed money, and and uh, and especially because going to Europe it costs a lot of money. Uh, so we were concentrating on that, but uh, really growing spiritually. We were reading um, this book, meditation. I, I don't know who it was from, but they're basically saying that like uh, preparing for something like World Youth Day or or to do a pilgrimage in general, like you have to be ready in every aspect because it's such a it's such like a bomb of like new faith stuff um that that's going to come because you're going to be in situations that you've never been in before you're going to be hearing stuff that you've never heard before um 
and, and then even just going to a new country and stuff like that. Like if you don't prepare yourself spiritually, you're not going to be able to accept whatever God has planned for you. You know, um, and everyone always has their what do you think stories of kind of like their God experience or their faith experience or that changing point. But if you're not spiritually ready, you're preparing yourself, you're never going to get it because it's going to pass by you and you're not going to be able to like, like reach it like, oh, yeah, that, that was my thing or, or that's what happened to me. So it's, it's super important um, to prepare spiritually for, for all that stuff. So you guys are on the right track. I do know at the same time, though, like um, hearing Matt Frad's testimony of going to World Youth Day, he was... Um, he was questioning everything and that experience just solidified it and it started it. So I know God's capable of anything. I just know that I think, uh, like, as you're saying, you know, you'll miss things if you're not completely spiritually prepared. It's like, I want to be able to soak up as much as I can. Then I'll ask this question to you guys. Like, what is it that you're searching for that you hope to get out of world youth day, you know, like for yourselves or like, yeah, well you're going and and now you kind of have a better understanding of what's, gonna happen you know from stories and whatnot but what is it that you're looking for like going out there or is there anything that you're looking for you're just like i'm just i'm gonna soak up everything i don't not really you know what is your guys' take um well i guess at this point like i'm not really looking for anything anything like specific um but more just like um i'm definitely looking forward to the witness of the youth and just being able to i think maybe have a, a better relationship with God. And that's, you know, not only uh, in Panama itself, but like I said earlier, like the whole journey to Panama. Um, I, I'm, I feel like um, Panama is just kind of like the, the high point of it, um, like when everything culminates. Um, and, you know, seeing the Pope is going to be really cool, but um, I'm, I'm taking this whole World Youth Day thing, like a journey to really get my spiritual life better, um, form, a, form a close relationship with God. So, For myself, I, um, I'm really like looking forward to the growth from it. Um, the past, I'd say about almost five or six months for myself have been like, there's been a lot of growth and it's like I'm just on this like role I guess you know and it's like every month I feel myself getting you know stronger and stronger and it's not even you know like I'm getting stronger for myself it's just like I I feel like that strength is going to lead for me to be able to do more for the parish and for the youth and like I just really want to I think the thing I'm looking forward to the most is just being able to go to mass and go to a mass where everyone wants to be there because you come to to mass here you know on every, every Sunday and you can tell there are plenty of people that are there purely out of routine. And it's yeah. like when you're surrounded by thousands, if not, you know, millions of people your age, you know, that are there to be there. Like, I want I want to know what that feels like so bad. I just that's something I'm really, really looking forward to. We'll definitely be, Dang. you know, praying for you guys so, and that, yeah. you know, you're able to have those experiences and bring you back and and looking forward to having you guys back on when you come back so we could see what is it that you got and what is it you know that happened and and your guys is fire for the faith and just keeping that momentum going now um because you guys have so much uh you know i'm really excited for your whole group you have so much to give to this parish and and i feel like you guys are just getting started like um so really looking forward to that so thank you guys so much uh for being with us today (laughs) thank you for having us yeah Yeah. and just to finish it off you guys wow Dang, that was an awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. Oh my goodness. I'm so motivated. I'm so inspired by you guys, believe it or not. And just a closing for all of you listeners out there right here. Um, have you ever been to World Youth Day? All right. If so, how was your experience? 
leave a comment in our socials and let us know. And if you want to attract Mallory and Marianne's journey, where can they find you guys? Um, so you can find me on Instagram um, at Marianne Dud, so M-A-R-Y-A-N-N-D-U-D. And that's like the only place. <laughs> I'm on like all social media platforms, but I'm mostly active on Instagram just because that's the one I like the most. And you can find me at um, lukewarm. So it's like I period and then just spell it. Ain't lukewarm. <laughs> Ain't lukewarm. It's not lukewarm, definitely. And we'll definitely leave those yes. uh, in the description uh, so you guys can go check that out. Check out, I'm sure they're going to be posting pictures and videos and uh, everything, especially when they're out there. So uh, give them a follow. You don't want to miss it. Don't want to miss out. So that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and uh, wherever we're found on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, especially if you're on iPhone, please rate and review our podcast on iTunes. Uh, that way more people can see it, more people can share it uh, and get these kinds of stories, you know, um, and share it with their friends. So um, for me and Juan, just thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.